1: your boy Darrell Owens once again coming to you for another episode of one on one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network it is an absolute pleasure to be with y'all today but I'm gonna tell y'all right now I'm super excited of who I got with me uh today and that's none other than Kelsey Nicole Nelson what's up KNN what you doing girl
2: (laughs) hey thanks for having me look I've always loved to join DMV family so it's a true pleasure an honor to be here for the first time. I know you waited your time to invite me on, but it's a true pleasure.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, I I have been I it's, it's been in the mist. I was like it's going to happen eventually and when the time is right with I'm like you. <laughs> <laughs> But no, so glad, to have, glad to have you on. and uh, uh, it's been a pleasure. We've been been while like I told you beforehand been watching uh your work from afar and you've done such a phenomenal job in the field and definitely an inspiration mm-hmm. to a lot so i'm glad that you're able to come on here with this one-on-one so we can learn a little bit about miss <laughs> and herself
2: i love it let's get started i'm excited for this one
1: all right well let's <laughs> go ahead and get well let's do let's do the, the the easy thing here let's talk about how you have been handling things uh with covid 19 and uh the pandemic yeah. and of course everything that's happening recently with uh with uh you know, george floyd uh just your thoughts about everything yeah. that's been going on during these this wild two months uh that we've been um embraced with
2: yeah i feel like this is one of those moments in history that we'll always remember like it's that impactful and just so much is happening i mean our normal is now different what what is reality now what is even normal now you've had to kind of adjust everything and so when covid hit you know i think we were forced into these places where we're at home we want to be safe but that doesn't mean your job stops If anything, I think that means your job picks up because you have to be innovative. You have to be new. You have to be creative. And so with that, and luckily I work with it with great people and I have a great boss. So I wanted to take my show to the next level. And that's what I did. I started the live stream version, you know, and I pitched myself. I have a great team that also helps me pitch and we're able to get good guests each and every week. And if anything, it's maybe a little bit easier now because guess what? They have no excuse because I know what you're doing. (laughs) You're doing the same thing I'm doing. You're at home. Don't give me anything. All right. Don't give me anything. (laughs) And it's been great. And then you get them in their LMA and you know, we're all going through the same things. I think it really puts another touch point that you can relate with your guests with, right? Like we're all, I mean, this is the most I've ever been in my house. Those that know me know I'm not home, I'm traveling, I'm out, like I come here to sleep and I'm out. (laughs) So it's just been a different time. And you know, you just just have to try to find just creative and unique ways to differentiate yourself from the crowd like everyone's doing live stream interviews but why should i watch yours and i think that's something that i've been really right. focusing on <laughs> and then also you talk about you know the george floyd under the george floyd death i mean talk about just already a, a you know a unstable economy a unstable world and then this happens and once again we're reminded just of the realities that we've known for a long time as african americans in this community it happened again it happened we watched a man die in front of our own faces the girl that recorded it has been traumatized she's receiving death threats you have so many mixed emotions i felt like this weekend i was going through just so many emotions like i i I had i had to have a cry session i mean i literally had to have a cry session just because it was weighing on me and then other stuff you know i lost a very close mentor like so many different things happening and you know i think my body was just trying to do that and then also still trying to work and produce and then also as a black woman, you know, I think I've always had this, this barrier, this thing too, where I'm always trying to remain strong. I have a smile on my face. I have this good poker face because I'm trying to show like, you know, we can get through this, but I think it's okay to cry. It's okay to check on your mental health and you need to, because what we're experiencing is not normal for anybody, but we've had to experience for a long time. We're going through these challenges together. And so I think it's just really been a period of learning, a period of growth, but I think also for us all, it's been a time really to stand to act and to hopefully make change so bottle that all up into these crazy two months and lo and behold it looks like we're going through like the whole summer with this right because they are saying <laughs> phase two is coming and who knows right so it's just it's so much but lo and behold i've also got to spend a lot of time with my family um and friends and do more virtual happy hours than ever before that i made <laughs> i never made many happy hours before because <laughs> my schedule is horrible so now I get to actually do the fun stuff, which has been great, but it's just, it's balancing, but I think it's really been a good time for me to just get to know, you know, myself more and, you know, test my capabilities, see how far I can go. Um, and then get to connect with great people like you.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> like, like, <I> appreciate <laughs> that. But you know, you're right. I
2: mean, I'm just being honest. It's,
1: it's, it's a wild world right now. And you know, I, you know, mm-hmm. me personally, I haven't said a lot about what's going on and, And because it bothers me so much to my core, Uh, you know, having three children of my own and two girls, and especially that little boy of mine, you know, and all I can think about as a father is, you know, how can I protect my kids and how can I feel, how can I feel, you know, good about them being out in the world when I'm not around, and that that part of it as a father scares me the most. Uh, And I think that you know, all you can do is just hope i pray push for change and just do the best you can to try to keep things um you know just keep going and hopefully hopefully change comes uh that's that's something that in my opinion gotta happen um you know soon and we have to find a way some way uh to you know come together as one And i think that that's that's the biggest thing it may never happen but we gotta try to get close to it
2: and (laughs) then that unity it needs to happen we're so divided right now but it's just i think it's something that will happen i mean even if it happens when we're old and gray i hope it doesn't take that long it needs to happen sooner than later but it just needs to happen because we're just way too divided right now and just together we are stronger but hey listen every family has its problems ours are exposed right now and they've been there a while it's time to solve these family problems and i think that's what our world is going through and it's hard it's a trial and tribulation it's something that you know it's a hard conversation to have but it needs to be had but i really do think that now seems like the time that enough is enough and i think we're really going to be on the next step where we make positive change in this country
1: uh, me too I, I got nothing but faith um that i think that uh you know our community will find a way to push things through now let's yeah. talk a little something about the dmv uh sports media person <laughs> of the year 2020 ah. you know, i was i'm sitting here looking and i'm like it makes sense it makes nothing but total sense to me <laughs> like i told you before kill it for years and we, we've seen you you know running and doing a little bit of everything i mean i i've seen you uh, at georgetown women's basketball I see you, you know uh, doing arena league with the valor i'm like she does it all uh so you know for me, i'm just like okay well that's well how was that for you knowing that they that people said hey she is the dmv sports media person of the year well, what may what is, what does that got to feel like uh for you
2: oh my gosh you should have told me not to wear makeup for this interview you're trying to make me <laughs> emotional again Don't need was... to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no more tears. no more tears. um it was it was something special like i'm born and bred here I say i'm just a girl from germantown i'm just I'm just a girl from Montgomery County and to grow up here and see the sports legends that have come through here and meant a lot because there's no place like getting an award in your hometown and being basically being said like this is for you right. you work for this and you're now amongst the greats so it's something that i'll never forget i'll always cherish and to be in a sports town like dc and be recognized for that again when i'm amongst giants like dc produces giants once people leave dc they usually go national like that's the the media market that dc has and sports is big here we we live and breathe sports right like you have some of it behind you with those washington redskins pictures like (laughs) it means a lot (laughs) so to have that i mean it was just it was so great and then i found out about it when i was actually at the super bowl on radio rose to talk about like just two worlds colliding i'm like wow here i am doing the super bowl but then i find out Back home, I'm I'm getting an award, so it was just really special. That award is there in a very special place in my apartment, and again, it's just it sets the it sets the tone, it sets the new barrier for me because you know I want to keep it up, I want to keep it up, and I want to keep bringing the people that I love, that I know, and that know me. I just want to keep bringing them great sports content, and I hope they'll have me as long as they want because I want to be here for the long run. It's a great city, it's a great town, great people. So hopefully, I can keep making them happy and proud.
1: That, I mean, but. If- Hey, I mean, once you go national, which you know, it seems like it may. sooner than <laughs> later, you go, I you know, hope. I think DMV would definitely be proud of all the hard work that you have. Uh, that you put in. <laughs> now, let's talk a little bit about the K and M brand because you know, if if anybody gets a chance to just say, let me go check out Kelsey Nicole Nelson. They go check out the website. Yeah. You can do it all. Red carpet events. <laughs> I can. I can host shows. I can do a le- a little bit of everything. And so. When yeah. I, when I saw that, I was like, man, that's how you brand yourself. And, and you know, the K and brand is, it's gotta be something special to you. If you had to give advice without giving away all your secrets, because it, it is a, <laughs> but if you could give any advice to an up and coming, uh, journalist or someone in the media field, like what, what small yeah. advice would you get and say, Hey, this is how you brand yourself.
2: You know, that's a great question. I'll tell you, I'm not afraid to give away my secrets. I think we live in an industry where yes, it's competitive, but look, I think Bradley Bill said it best here in DC. Everybody can eat. All right. Everybody can eat. There's enough room for all of us <laughs> at the table. So I have no problem doing that. But I think with branding, I know for me, personally, thank gosh, my parents gave me a great name. Uh, but it's funny because you know, usually most people go by your first and last name and it's funny. I'll never forget. I think it was in like middle school. When I did a Google search of my name and there was a million Kelsey Nelsons Cause Kelsey is a common <laughs> name. Everybody knows a Kelsey. Nelson is a common name, right? So you look and behold, I had to keep, you know, hitting next page on Google, next page on Google, next like I kept hitting next. (laughs) And then I finally got to me. I was like, "This is a problem. Like, how do I get to be the people on that front page?" Right. And it's funny. So everyone had always said, because I've always been into media, everyone would say, "You know, like CNN." K&N, you know, like like in the corporate plays off of CNN. Right. Um. But I realized when I put the colon. Now that's when I'm me. Now there are some political analysis again, all kinds right. names. Right. But it's it's fewer. And now when you hit that Google thing, I'm the first one. So I say all that to say, when you brand yourself first, know what's out there. Right. We right. need to, and I Google myself. And it's not a bad thing. You should Google yourself every day. See what's coming up because if you want a job or you know, others, you know others are looking at you, this is what they're seeing. And that's why exactly why you said I have a website. Have a website. It's pretty important. It doesn't need to be a paid website. You can have a free website, but just something where all of your work is catalogued. Social media, make sure that you're branding yourself in a positive way because employers are looking at you before people even know you, like me and you, right? From social right. media, people are judging you based off of what's on your social media. It needs to be clean, not only your LinkedIn page, but your Twitter page, your Facebook page, any page that you have this is the first impression that people have of you and sometimes you don't get to change that first impression so that needs to be clean have a website make sure people can find you know what's out there i think those would be my biggest tips of advice and then again make it something unique like i would like to think okay and something unique to me you know most people want to go by one name you want to reach reach that oprah milestone that be milestone. but here i am i want those three names call me all three um you know and and it's just you have to know what's out there but i think. You know, K&N is something that sticks with me. People that know me and grow up with me, because there was always another Kelsey, I was always Kelsey Nelson, and now I'm Kelsey Nicole Nelson, so it just sticks. And you know, everybody knows it. Like I think very few people just call me my first name anymore. It's always, oh, here's Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Here she comes. you know. And it's something unique to me, and it's been great. And I think it's easy to remember. So again, with branding, you're always thinking of all those different things and different tangibles, because it needs to be something unique to you. When people look it up, it needs to come straight to you. And remember when you're branding yourself, sometimes you only have three seconds to change someone's mind or sell somebody on you. So just think what in those three seconds would hook them on to you and your brand.
1: You know, that, it makes so much sense. And, and the, the you know, the, I never even myself dig that deep with the name thing. Uh, you know, I got, I got, <laughs> I got lucky early. It seemed like my name is spelt like Daryl. but it's, you know, but yeah. most people don't realize it's, it's Darrell. I've never called myself Darrell. Ah, my mother my yeah. mother's never called me Darrell. She calls me Darrell. I'm like, oh, can we, can we get some type of format? I wish she would have took one. Of the- I think that would have been easier. But, you know, I, you know, I will say yeah. you know, it, it, branding yourself is hard. Uh, you know, when I was doing commercials for Walmart, I think a lot of people yeah. don't realize like it, it takes a lot to like try to keep yourself, at a a different level. Like I knew every day that I was on the road or if I was going somewhere that I had to be, I had to be on top of my game one and I couldn't falter. I had to, you know, always make sure that I am, you know, being, you know, correct in the field, not doing anything. You know, we've seen people slip out of the mouth and everything explodes. And I told my team the other day, we had one of our team teammates, I'm like, y'all have to be careful what you say out here nowadays i'm not telling you not to be yourself but you truly have to be careful because one thing slips bam and we seeing yep. that we seeing that what happened to drew Brees. and i'm just saying is, those are the type of <laughs> yeah. things that you that's the type of things that you have to watch out for now let me ask you this yeah. Sammy, you've done a ton we, we we've already emphasized that point but what has been the, <laughs> what's been the biggest moment of your career You know, I mean, that sports moment that just you still said, man, I cannot believe this. What has been that moment for you?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like I do this all the time because I've been blessed and privileged to cover just some of the events I've covered. But I'm going to probably have to say the, the first Super Bowl I did, which was two years ago now in Atlanta, um, we all remember that game because, yes, the Patriots yes. came out on top. The Rams, I don't know what happened. They decided not to show up. No one right. told me before I went out there, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> but the Super Bowl, I mean, it's literally the biggest event in the country, right? And some, but not, not, not the world stage, right? We, we know there's bigger events like the Olympics, and hopefully that's in my future one day. But the Super Bowl, I think, was just surreal to me. One, because there wasn't many women that looked like me on Radio Row. There's already not a lot of women in sports talk radio. But you have the Super Bowl, and literally, like, it might have been two of us and we yes best believe we knew each other very well by the end of the week um, <laughs> right like look you're holding it down but that also means that we have a different level of expectation because we want to make sure more come through the door the next time so we know we're being judged we're trying to help others come through and but then Super Bowl too, you you're with some of the top like you're with some of the some of the top of the top journalists and you're just talking with them for coming on your show. You're with up and coming journalists, you're with international journalists, and then you're with all these different celebs, you know, you have access, special access to the players and coaches. And when you get that credential, it just means something. When you cover that game, it means something. And right, I feel right. like it really just shows all of the hard work that you put in. Well, here you go. You're a week at Radio Rose and you have the big game, you're interacting with fans. Like it's truly nothing like it. Like even this year in Miami, I mean, at one point I was interviewing Jeezy. Lil Nas X was behind me. Um, I mean, it was just, I mean, Aaron Donald was coming towards me. It, it was, it's that crazy. It's Absolutely. that crazy. <laughs> and then also, it's crazy, like literally crazy that you have, you know, everyone broadcasting right here from SiriusXM. XM. Like it's all of this, like, you know, it, it's, but it's nice at the same time because you're with, I mean, you're with industry veterans, like industry vets that have put in work, you know, you're Rob Parker's of the world, you're Chris Broussard, and there's so many others that have just, you know, have done it. Right. James Brown, one of my mentors, who has really put in work when you think about the sports broadcasting landscape. So I think my first people at Atlanta was just, that's when I was like, wow. Like this is, so this is what the hard work, you know, turns into and pays off into. Um, and then of course, when the game's good, it's even better.
1: <laughs> hey, so, hey, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, in, you know, those moments are the, the things that you can, I think it is in it, you kind of search for that because you want to, you want to, you want to yeah. say, man, that's, it's that verification of I made it, you know, this is, All that, Mama, hate it. Mama, here, I'm here, Mama, I'm here. Right, there's nothing wrong with that moment, and I I think that I think we all search for it. And it's like Super Bowl is one, but like you said, that next one, that Olympics, that takes you like, woo. Woo. (laughs) That's
2: when you, when you go international, look, that's a whole different type of thing. Right, I'm excited. Time. That's big I'm time.
1: speaking it into existence. There you. go. Hey, hey, that's what. <laughs> hey, that's what Mama always says. Speak it to it, existing, and it goes from there.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly.
1: So now it's time for the segment we had uh, our first one on our last show, and now it's time for quick ones. Tell are you waiting for quick ones? I'm ready. All right. So we're, I'm gonna do this quick ones kind of on the interview, <laughs> mode, and I'm gonna surprise you. Okay. Throw you know something at you at the end all right so here we go quick ones first interview
2: oh oh my gosh now you really have me going back (laughs) all right my first interview on my podcast show was mike hill who everyone knows now he's with fox sports for fox soul and then of course he's well i guess married to the beautiful cynthia bailey um and yeah i think he was my first interview on my on my podcast platform I think my first interview ever. Oh my god, this is such a good one. You have me thinking back, and I really like. I'm really stumped. I'm like, who was my first interview? It's a good one. I don't know. I have to go back to the old tapes and footage. I'm gonna go
1: check. check, check <laughs> tapes. It's like, I need. Oh, I
2: need That's old school. I need the tapes. I'm like, bring me the tapes. <laughs> Crazy to think about, but yeah, I guess see. I've done a lot of interviews now. You're
1: check that one out and be like all right that that was it that was it right there
2: <laughs> come back and tell you that one because i'm like man who was my first i really can't remember
1: oh man that's the craziest that's, thing that's you know that's when you know you've been in the interview game quite a long time <laughs> not so old
2: <laughs> no i'm like not no so don't old. do that to yourself
1: don't do that to yourself all right uh, <laughs> interview
2: so far ball. i think i laughed a good duration of that interview that one see how i just answered right off the top of my head like probably Probably LaVar Ball.
1: <laughs> oh, I know that had to be something special. I know that had to be something special.
2: Oh, it special. was. I highly recommend everyone still check that interview out, even though it's older now. Is- it was a good interview.
1: <laughs> what about your, your uh, weirdest interview?
2: Mm, that's a good one. Hmm. That's a good one. I'm really yeah. thinking. Not on my my live stream show I've been lucky. I think about that all the time. It it's live. Right. Thank gosh, all of my guys I've just vibed with, you know, we've gotten to go off of each other. Right. Oh, that's a hard one. There have been some. And look, that's when you really work and that's when you make your work as an interviewer because you gotta keep going and make <laughs> you know, make something of substance from it. Oh my gosh! See, next time you have to send me these questions before, so I can like think back. I gotta be think pre- back through my stuff. <laughs> I'm like, what do I say? I don't know if because weirdest. I guess because I always do research before I interview somebody. Right. I think about weirdest. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I think. I mean, I think for weird, maybe if it's a if it's like a sport, maybe you haven't covered as much. It could be a right. little bit different. But also, I honestly, it depends on personality. Like, you know, I'm a I'm a vibes person. Like, once I get your personality, I try to work with that. Luckily, right, right, right. I don't know if it's because my personality is big or what, but usually, you know, they play off of that and, you know, it just kind of goes. But I don't know about weirdness either. <laughs> i uh, messed up your segment. I'm no, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's, it's all good. Weirdest. But that's what I said. Like,
1: it, it, I'm, I'm just trying to throw a little bit It's like, wait, wait a minute now, hold on. All right, so I got one more interview one for you and then we'll go to okay. our other one. Uh, so what about, I, I want to say, worst interview or one that you would rather do over, that you wish you could redo and maybe uh, you know change it or is there something that you could have done better? Is that that one that you's like, man, I got. If I ever get that second opportunity, that's that's it.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people because I always have more questions after the interview. You know, I was like, right. man, I didn't ask this question. I don't, I didn't ask this question. that's a really good question Mm, i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking because there's some people i mean i could just go on and on and on with I'm like man how much time do we have if you want to just make this a four-hour interview
1: get some water
2: get hot tea (laughs) we'll make it work maybe i'll tie it to more recently i think if people saw my interview with jim rooney i think that topic now especially is more prevalent than ever and i wish i could have like we could have went just so much further. and just got into the historical context. And then at the end of the interview, when I go back to how I was feeling this weekend, I kind of like got emotional and I kind of tied up the interview a bit earlier because I, I just started crying. Right. Like it came out of nowhere, I think. So I feel like that when I would have stretched more and then, I think it's just when it comes to, you know, minority uh, hiring practices in the NFL, that's a topic I could stay on all day long, Um, you know, and I think, I think people want that too, you know, like they, they need that, especially nowadays. I mean, you have a coach from the Denver Broncos saying there's no, Racism in the NFL. Well, lo and behold, did you watch my Jim Rooney interview. Man, I, <laughs> you know the Rooney Rule. I don't
1: know what. So I think
2: is. and see that too. Like if that had come out before when I was interviewing Jim, I would have loved to get you know his take on that. Right. So maybe I'll pick I'll take that one. You know I think there's some uh, especially now this, with some of the stuff that's being said that I would just love to throw his way.
1: I- Okay, okay, that's solid. That's solid. All right, Next one, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna gonna finish this one up. I ain't gonna do you too bad. Okay. I, I feel like now that okay. I'm thinking about it, I might have you. I don't know. We'll see. Favorite song <laughs> all time.
2: Ooh, favorite song all <laughs> time. Oh, you're putting me <laughs> on the spot. Oh my gosh, I'm horrible with this one. At. One, uh, one word answers. Mm. Okay, so I'm definitely a couple. fan of the Beehive. Okay, okay. I'm like, I'm definitely a fan of the Beehive. I'm a 90s R&B, 2000s R&B type of chick, All right. Okay, okay. So, mm, like I love the hometown girl. I love Toni Braxton. I love me some Monica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do I go? I <laughs> Keisha Cole, whatever my feelings. Um, you know, there's just, there's a lot of things I can pull from, but favorite song of all time. Ooh, this is hard.
1: Oh, isn't it? But you I, know, man. I'm just gonna
2: go with like, and, and this is gonna sound so depressing when I say this song, but it's a song that I, like my parents used to play on the cassette and I knew it in both English and Spanish and it's from Tony and it's Unbreak My Heart. I've been singing that since I was a little girl. Hey. No, nobody had broke my heart as a little girl, but as a little girl, maybe I knew it was going to happen in the future. So I just kept singing my heart out <laughs> and, and pounding it and it's a song when it comes on, like no one talks. <laughs> That's great.
1: I, I, and I,
2: I can't sing, but I will, I will do everything in my voice to try to make it sound like Tony.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, all right, I, I, I'm down for that. I'm not upset with that. I'll give you <laughs> To be fair, I'll give you mine. Okay. So my favorite song, now I'm a little, I, I have a. T- I actually wrote down my top 100 songs. I was bored one day on a flight. Oh. Uh, so I can't remember where, I, I think I was going to LA. I was flying to LA, and I actually took the time on my playlist, and I'm strolling up and down. I'm like, okay, that's, <laughs> that song, I was voting songs off. I'm like, no, nah, you ain't in there, you can't do that. But my, <laughs> my favorite song of all time, is groove theory tell me? I just I I'm,
2: that's a good pick. That,
1: that's my jam. It's like it's it's you, so. My, my rule is, and it's hard because my top ten I feel like you can flip around anyway. But it's my rule is: mm-hmm. if the song comes on, would you turn? Yeah. Like like you know, there's some songs. Ah. Like, oh. No matter what the rule is, like would I hit the the skip button? Even if it was playing in the right.
2: Spot,
1: would I hit the skip button?
2: You're not doing, yeah. not
1: doing it. Yeah. I don't care. If the song will play in his entirety or whatever until I dance. So that's, that's, yeah, might go that's
2: that. a good solid one. That's, honestly, with music, I love so many songs. Like I'm that person, right. like every time that comes on, I love this song. Oh, I love this song and I'm singing it. So I'm like, I'm horrible. It
1: makes it makes it tough. It do, It really does make it tough. All right, so that was quick ones. Thank you, Kelsey, on that one. Now, I got two more for you. I truly appreciate you coming on once again, but is there any My pleasure special projects any special projects you got going on that you want to, you know, announce here on the show or anything that you, have, uh, <laughs> you know, any initiative or anything that you have going on that you're really proud of?
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, I will say so this semester, I finished my first semester as a college professor. That, that was just listen. very near, and thank you. It was just very near and dear to my heart. Because, one, it's not something that I saw myself in, but I think this is life and this is what happens. You know, you you grow and you emerge and you are put in different situations. And it was, first of all, I was so blessed to have this amazing students, have an amazing support staff, have an amazing co professor. Um, to support but it was such a phenomenal experience and it's kind of a new chapter of me into this college uh professor career thing and then of course the live stream interviews that i'm doing have just been really great i've been so blessed to, to have the guests that i've had it's taken off like crazy like people are reaching out to me like wait hold on like i this is a lot <laughs> i'm trying to plan everything but right. it's it's crazy but i know tomorrow just talking about the current context, I'm really excited to have Jonathan Isaac on. Um, he's a forward for the Orlando Magic. If you're a basketball fan, you know he's a minister of defense. Um, but the special part, I think, is that he's an ordained minister. So we're going to be talking just oh. the power of sports and prayer in a time like now. So I think that's going to just be super, super, super special. Um, I have a lot of great guests lined up. Amari Sotomayor will be coming up. Awesome. Um, look, I didn't drop that yet, but see, you got Damn. that exclusive. It's <laughs> it'll be great with him i have even and I, what i'm adding now and this is going to be what people are gonna have to tune in for i'm adding some musical stars and some guests that okay. are into sports so of course okay. before it was really just really focused on sports but i think sports and entertainment goes hand in hand i have a lot of experience also on the entertainment side so we're pulling into that and tapping into that and really just for summer like really trying to just Cater to the different fans' needs, and then we might even be upping the frequency. Like the the we have so many people. We're like, wait, how do we balance all of this? So hey. I mean, as long as people like the show, we'll keep bringing it to them, you know. And then of course, with special projects, are kind of dependent upon sports. Um, but I will. Everyone keeps asking me, so I think I'm gonna do my like first official webinar series mm-hmm. on just ways that people can break into the industry. Right. You know, do podcasting booking guests i'm gonna try to hopefully touch on everything i get so many dms about it (laughs) so many emails and i think if it's helpful like i'd be happy and honored to do that you know just for for a group so i think there's a lot of good things coming down the pipeline people have to stay tuned and of course check out my website and follow me on social media because there's always something i'm dropping but there's a lot in the works but especially with my show like it's been amazing being the executive producer and host of it because i kind of get to do things my way have guests on and you know, we just flow. If anybody has seen, you've seen it, like, right. you know, I'll start with something and then based off of what they say, you know, we just go from there and then I'm not afraid to touch on things. You know, we will touch on some things that aren't comfortable. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we're going to have a laugh, we're going to smile and we're going to get through it. So there's a lot of good stuff. Look at me taking over your show. <laughs> hey,
1: I, I'm here to soak it in, man. I'm here to soak it in. I, 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 you, I think a couple of weeks ago when the pandemic started, I saw, you had uh, Enos Cantor on there. And I said, "Oh, she got Enis Cantor on there." Then the next week, it was yeah, he like, was every, great. Every week it was like, "Oh man, she got this." Girl. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was looking for him to drop. I'm like, "Who she got this week?"
0: Oh, look, okay, okay. So, <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I mean, that's, that's that's a good deal, you know. I mean, you know, you got to keep that rock and you know? it's, it's it's actually been very fun to watch him. And so, you know, keep up that going.
2: I really right. appreciate that. And look, like I, I'm blessed. So thank you to the guests for also giving me a chance to speak with them, right? Because I mean, it's not just me, it's them actually They're giving me their time and their peace and their space. And they know I'm not gonna they know I'm gonna invade it. So, you know, <laughs> I, I just been, I've been I've been blessed. It's truly the man above.
1: <laughs> hey, I can amen to that. I can tell you that much, man. When I was here, I don't even know. I don't even know. All right. So the last one here, and I, you know, here on Legacy Maker Sports, you know. I, you know, a lot of people always ask me, like, well, Darrell, what do you get the legacy maker name from? So my whole thing was yeah. when, when we started the network, we wanted something. We want, our goal was to build legacies and help make, yeah. help people make their legacy. So that's where the name comes mm-hmm. from. So I always like to ask this question at the end. Where yeah. do you see your legacy going? What, when it's all said and done, KNN, the brand, what yeah. legacy do you want to leave uh, when you when you're finished with, you know, I'm retiring. I'm hanging up the microphone. You know, I'm 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 gonna let them yeah. roll, roll the red carpet up. When no when those time <laughs> when that time comes, uh, what type of legacy do you want to leave?
2: That's such a great question. And those that know me know I have like six or five different jobs. So I'm <laughs> I've never been one to be placed in a box. I feel like my legacy is kind of it's always evolving. But I'll tell you this, um, it's a quote that I still used to say in my high school. You know, your senior yearbook quote. Mine was, "What we do in life echoes in eternity." And that means a lot because legacy is big to me and what I can leave maybe my future kids or, you know, my family and anybody related to me. Um, it's something I always ask myself and I'll tell you, like, when I go back to the k brand, my line name for my sorority is owned and that's for Oprah Winfrey network. So you see hey. that too, playing on that. And, <laughs> and the reason that's my line name is because everyone knows like Oprah is the idol. I want that network. I want a book. I want the TV show. You know, I don't want to have boundaries or limits. And I think she's just the embodiment of that, you know, like right. having a school that she has, I want a school one day, I would love to open maybe possibly a charter school, you know, that, that really teaches kids, um, you know, media, teaching media the best and brightest and making sure that they're meeting those grade level marks, uh, marks so that they can truly succeed. I want my own nonprofit. Right now I have my community action project right. called Books Breaking Borders, Books to End Educational Bankruptcy, and we're working to close the achievement gap between black kids and white kids. So I would love to see that turn into you know, just a national nonprofit hopefully across the country. And of course, sports wise, I'd love to be national. And then after going national, maybe I'll be dropping that that network for real. That <laughs> network you for go, real. There you go. There you go. I'm coming for you. I'm trying to be <laughs> like you. Um, <laughs> so there's just so much. I think for legacy, it's just I think my story is always evolving. You know, as a college professor, now that I'm into it, you know, I'd love to have some tenure and right. you know be be a mentor and a role model to so many in this industry. Um, you know, coming up, and then even as a mentor, I just want to be able to help the next crop in the next wave, you know, and I'm involved in many professional like journalism organizations, you know, I want to be a higher level voice. Um, I want to make change and even politically. I don't know. I've been thinking about a lot of different things. So basically my story is still very unwritten <laughs> and last to be told. But I would say like when you're building your legacy, you don't think it has to be one thing. I've never been a person to be placed in, in a box. All right. The only box you're placed in in my, in my world is a box of your mom's stomach when you're born. After that, there's no box keeping you <laughs> inside and you should be able to do anything that you want to do. All right. So don't ever do that. And luckily you know I have a great support system that I am able to do just so many different things at one time. But I think at the end of the day, like as long as I'm helping somebody and impacting somebody, I'm fine with my legacy. Cause at the end of the day, I'm not taking anything with me, but I just want to remember it for you know, helping the next person. Cause so many people helped and built into me to make me who I am today
1: awesome that's an amazing that was a
2: long answer no but 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 that's
1: what i'm talking about right there and that's that (laughs) all about is just leaving that stamp on the world and helping people out and i think one of the biggest things is like you know you want to be able to say you know what did i do did i help people move on you know i that's you know, right. On to that next step, and I think people, some people look that, that's a lost art, and sometimes, especially now, because it's mm-hmm. like we talked about earlier, it's so competitive. you know like, oh, I, I got to make sure that no one comes. No, it's it's okay to help that next yeah. person get up there. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's right. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing, man. Right. Right. Oh, Kelsey, I truly, <laughs> truly, truly appreciate having you on. Thank this, you man.
2: for having
1: me. I mean, it's so it's fun. Just, <laughs> oh man. So glad to have you on. Finally, this is this is just the first time. I mean, you know, it's, I don't think this yes. will be the last one. I mean, I this think this the first okay, good.
2: He didn't hate me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'll be the first of many. <laughs> uh, like I said, truly appreciate everybody. We truly thank y'all for tuning in for this episode of One on One. And on the next One on One, we'll have Mr. Bob Black, the uh director of broadcasting hey. for University of Richmond. We got more to come. You know we ain't coming in yet, but we got more to come. <laughs>
2: <laughs> y'all like y'all are <laughs> like doing it. Y'all are like doing it.
1: <laughs> Once again, everybody, thank y'all. <laughs> Truly appreciate it. And until next time, I'm the Lawrence, Legacy Maker Sports Network. One,
0: one, 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 one. Welcome to the 101, 101. When it comes to ratings man we number one I get the truth then I give them the scoop If anybody got a question I give them the proof Welcome to the one on one When it comes to ratings man we number one I get the truth then I give them the scoop If anybody got a question I give them the truth Welcome to one on one Legacyirdi's sports network